The forgiveness that I extend to my dad is for me. I forgive him because I choose to not be a victim of my experience, because I choose not to let this person's actions from a wounded place have power over my sovereignty. My forgiveness of my dad is for my liberation. It's for my freedom. Welcome to Codependency Alchemy, the podcast, where we explore the power of healing the mother wound by bringing our awareness to codependency in our relationships. Now let's get into this week's episode. Hey babes, welcome to Codependency Alchemy, the podcast. I am your host, Alyssa Zander, and I would like to wish you a happy new year. I hope you all had a beautiful transition into the new year. I hope you were flowing with whatever energies were present for you. I know I shared in my last episode, there was a lot that I was moving through, a lot of contraction, a lot of integration, and I'm excited to share just the joy and the freedom and the peace that has really taken up so much space in my life since all of that. So just a testament to with the contraction comes the expansion. And sometimes I forget that. And sometimes I need to be reminded that the deeper the contraction, the deeper the expansion. And so hopefully that is a piece of medicine for you as we go into the new year. In this week's episode, we're going to talk about forgiveness. And forgiveness was the theme that the women in Codependency Alchemy, the mastermind, chose to move through for the month of December. It feels very, very apropos that that was what we moved through, especially since, you know, if you guys listened to last week's episode, I was moving through a lot and forgiveness has been such an important tool for me in integrating that part of me that I reclaimed. And so I'm excited to bring what came up in the masterclass here on the podcast today, just to bring the conversation forth, share some of the teachings that were shared in the mastermind and have conversations about it. And I hope that it supports you as you navigate forgiveness in your life, perhaps. I've had some people ask questions about the mastermind, so I'm going to just share a little bit briefly here with you guys about what the mastermind is. The mastermind is a small, intimate group of women. Right now, there's six. That's kind of what I'm trying to keep it at, between like six or ten at most women in the mastermind. It is a six-month commitment because the work that we do there is deep. We're building connections. We're being vulnerable. It takes time to build a safe, brave space to lean into some of the deeper aspects of ourselves. So that's why there's a six-month commitment. I open enrollment only two times a year, hence the six months, right? And so enrollment starts in April and then again in the fall. So if you're wanting to get on the list for the mastermind for the spring, please don't hesitate to reach out. You can DM me on Instagram and I can get you all the details and more information if that is something that you're looking for and the type of support that you need. We have a private group chat where we talk almost every day. I walk women through scenarios that they're experiencing in real time. I think that's where like the most healing takes place. Even though we meet three times a month on Zoom, that private chat is like chef's kiss. It's like having me in your pocket at all times for like any type of support. If you're spiraling, instead of spiraling with your partner, you can spiral with me and we can move through it so that you can have a more constructive conversation with your partner. 
So yeah, I just wanted to address those because that's been coming up lately. So let's get into forgiveness. First, I would love for us to explore some shadow work around forgiveness. So if you have a moment or if you have a pen or if you want to just take a moment to reflect for a moment, I want you to ask yourself, if I forgive, then what is the fear? What is the fear of what might happen to you? What is the fear of what that might mean if you forgive? And maybe there's a person that comes to mind. Maybe there's a situation that comes to mind. Use that as your example, whatever comes to mind first. If I forgive them or if I forgive this thing that happened, then what will that mean? What will that mean about you? Then what are you afraid might happen? And some of the women in the mastermind had shared, if I forgive, then I'm condoning the behavior. If I forgive, then that person's going to do it to somebody else. If I forgive, then that means that it could happen to me again, which are all valid feelings. They're all valid thoughts, valid experiences, valid fears. So next, I want to bring that into a somatic experience for us. If you can, if it's safe for you to, close your eyes down. Just ask yourself, where does that live in my body? Where does that fear around forgiving or what that might mean live in your body? Does it live in your chest, in your gut, in your throat, in your back? Notice if it has a color, a shape, a size, a texture. Try to get as many descriptive qualities to this part of you. Now we're going to go into inner child. How old is that part of you? And just notice if an age comes up. Notice if a memory comes up. How old is that part of you? We're going to ask this part of you, what is it that you want? Next, we're going to ask this part of you, what is it that you need? Lastly, we're going to ask this part of you, how will they feel when they get that need met? Just notice what comes up. Moving through the shadow work, the somatics, and the inner child work supports us in making something unconscious conscious. The question of if I forgive them, then this will happen is helping make the unconscious part of you conscious. Because of course you don't want to forgive this person because you're making it mean that this could happen to somebody else or this could happen to you again. And bringing that into our awareness can help us cultivate some compassion for ourselves of like, of course we don't want to forgive because we're making it mean that it could happen to us again. And so that's why I invited us to go through the somatic practice of like, can you see where that story is living alive and well in you in your body? where you're holding on to that so that it can be released. And so when we do the inner child work, it can bring you back to a time in your life, a memory even sometimes, not always, doesn't have to either. But then we can start having this conversation with you about what it is that you need in order to release that from your body and to release that from your mind. Because releasing this, the limiting belief or the story that you're holding on to is what's going to bring you into your sovereignty, into your authenticity, into more safety, security, and trust with yourself. And so this first teaching that I shared with the woman in the mastermind, I think is maybe the most important thing to remember about forgiveness, which is forgiveness is not condoning behaviors or acts. Forgiveness is not saying that what happened or what was done is okay. Forgiveness is not saying that that behavior 
should be done again or can be done again. Forgiveness is not saying that that behavior is okay. It's not saying that what happened was okay. And it's not saying that you approve of it. I think sometimes we think if we forgive somebody for something that they did, that it means that we are okay with it. And it's just not the same thing. People often ask me about how I can forgive my dad after being sexually abused by him from childhood. How can you have a relationship with him? How can you how can you have a conversation with him even? And what I always come back to is my forgiveness, it's not for him, it's for me. The forgiveness that I extend to my dad is for me. I forgive him because I choose to not be a victim of my experience. Because I choose not to let this person's actions from a wounded place have power over my sovereignty. My forgiveness of my dad is for my liberation. It's for my freedom. And it doesn't mean that what he did was okay. It doesn't condone those acts. It doesn't say that I approve of it. It's saying I love myself enough to put this burden that you put on me down. And because I put it down, he was able to come and pick it up. And he was able to come and take responsibility and ownership for his part. This is a huge reason why my dad and I have a beautiful, amazing relationship because I had to put down that burden and let him take responsibility and pick it up. And I get that not everybody has that opportunity. I am grateful that he has chosen to take responsibility for his actions. I am grateful that he continues to have the hard conversations with me when things are coming up. And even if that wasn't the case, the forgiveness is for me. It's for me because I can then live from a place of how I desire to feel. Because being a victim and feeling powerless because of what was done to me doesn't help me with how I desire to feel in my life. If I desire to feel liberated, joyful, peaceful, playful, excited, empowered, then being a a victim to his actions does not support me in feeling that way. Because when I'm a victim, I feel powerless, defeated, exhausted, worthless, unloved, unworthy, betrayed. My forgiveness is an act of love for myself. Which brings me to the second teaching, which is forgiveness is about freedom and liberation. So back to what I was saying. How do you feel when you are a victim to somebody else's behavior or acts? You can think of a time where someone has wronged you, taken advantage of you, hurt you, and then you get to ask yourself, is how I feel when I see this situation and this person in this way aligned to how I desire to feel? This really highlights the importance of personal responsibility for your life. The only person who has control over how you feel is you. Yes, there are things that are happening in the world and in our relationships and in life that are eliciting a response or a feeling from us. And we have the power and the sovereignty to choose how we are relating to our experience. (laughs) If you're watching YouTube, you can see Frank's being this little cuddly boy. All right, Frank's moving around a whole bunch, but I'm going to try to get teaching number three out before he shuffles around again. 
Teaching number three is about forgiveness of self and how forgiveness of self opens your heart to deep transformational healing. What do you need to forgive yourself for? I invited the women in the mastermind to write 10 things that they are ready to forgive themselves for. And I would really encourage you to write 10 things that you're ready to forgive yourself for. Because oftentimes what I see with the women that I work with and even just in society is we're so quick to point the finger at somebody else and pointing out what they're doing wrong or what they're doing bad or condemning others, which is really just us avoiding taking responsibility for where we stayed, maybe when we knew we should have left or when we said yes, when we should have said no or where we judge or compare ourselves. We can look at somebody who maybe has something that we want or something that we're longing for and call them out for having it or make them feel bad for having it instead of forgiving ourselves for comparing ourselves to them. In relationships, it's so easy to make the other person the bad guy. It's so easy to say, my partner doesn't do this, he doesn't do this, they don't do that. They always or they never. And when we keep that level of separation in our relationships, we get to be the victim. We end up being the victim. And so it goes back to teaching number two. Is being the victim of the circumstances aligned with how you desire to feel? So can you forgive yourself for maybe not communicating? Can you forgive yourself for where you overrode your own boundaries? Can you forgive yourself for where you've overgiven or self-sacrificed? Can you forgive yourself for the things that you've done to avoid conflict, which left you feeling resentful? So what are 10 things that you are ready to forgive yourself for? Some of the things that I wrote down were, I'm ready to forgive myself for all the times I gave my power away, for all the times that I thought somebody else had a better answer than me, for all the times that I thought that this thing was going to fix me or this thing was going to make it all better or whatever it was, was going to get me the thing that I wanted. I forgive myself for all the time I didn't speak my truth, for all the times I played small in order to make somebody else comfortable. I forgive myself for judging and comparing my experience to other people's experiences, for comparing or judging my success against somebody else's success. I forgive myself for all the times that I told myself that what I was doing was wrong or bad or not good enough. I forgive myself for all the times I lied and was dishonest because I was afraid if people knew the truth, they wouldn't like me anymore. I forgive myself for all the times I people-pleased. I forgive myself for running, for being a runner when things are really good, finding a reason to burn it all down and run. What are you ready to forgive yourself for? Remembering that forgiveness is for you. It's for your liberation. It's for your freedom. Asking yourself, How does it feel when I'm a victim of my circumstances? How does it feel when I'm a victim of a person? And is that truly aligned with how I desire to feel? What would happen or what could happen if I took radical personal responsibility for my life? Make sure you share the 10 things that you're ready to forgive yourself for if you're listening to this episode on Spotify or if you'd like to share the 10 things or anything else that stood out from this episode. You can go ahead and respond to my forgiveness post on Substack. I'll leave the link to that below. (sighs) Let's lean into forgiveness this month. Let's make sure that we're being soft and gentle, compassionate towards ourselves as we navigate forgiveness for ourselves, forgiveness of others, 
I hope you have a beautiful day, babes, and I will see you next week. Bye. Thank you for joining me on Codependency Alchemy. I hope this podcast continues to offer you valuable insights and tools for breaking free from destructive patterns and creating healthy, fulfilling connections with others. Tap into my world and support the podcast by joining the Codependency Alchemy Substack community. By subscribing, you will receive weekly newsletters with shadow work prompts, masterclasses, and so much more to support you on your journey. And don't forget, if you would like to watch the video version of the podcast, you can check out the episodes on YouTube. Find links to all the things in the show notes or description box below. Thanks again for tuning in. And remember, you are worthy of healthy, fulfilling relationships, and you have the power to transform your codependency into sovereignty.